Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Welcome to another episode of It's a Groom's Life and today I have with me Caroline Hurd and she works on a hunting yard. So good morning Caroline, how are you? Yeah, very well thank you. Yeah, not bad at all, not bad, just dealing with the snow and ice and I think you're doing the same aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay, so Caroline, can you um, just introduce yourself and then tell me about um your work that you're currently working on on the yard and um sort of tell me more like on a typical normal circumstances what a day is like working on a hunting yard um yeah sure so uh my name's caroline i am a sole charge groom for one of the masters of our local hunt um i've been with them probably a couple of years now um i worked for another master before that but he retired um uh, we have four horses, which is nice. That's quite straightforward. Um, and yeah, sadly, we're not hunting at the minute with everything else. But usually it's a fair, I'm quite lucky. It's a fairly straightforward yard. Um, muck out, the usual muck out, pay nets, exercise. Um, I can ride a lead or I can ride them individually. We've got some quite nice rides around us. Um, they're all good to take out. Um, and then twice a week, in the winter, it involves hunting, and the days before is bathing and scrubbing and trying to make them look presentable. Lovely, sounds good. So, with the hunt, how um, do you do? They tend to do like similar routes most years, or do they tend to do different routes to different years? Uh, so, we lay a trail now for the hunting. Um, so, we have a set kind of route to follow on the day. Um, year to year, it is pretty much the same we've got our local area and we've got our really good landowners and our farmers that allow us to go Um, the masters clear the country for that and we try and stick within a boundary within a certain area Um, and as I say we we lay the trail it's all filmed Um, and hopefully we sort of try and do a loop round in the day we're out well normal from opening meet is 11 o'clock and then we tend to pack up about three half three Um, so it's how many? Long day. So how many miles do they tend to sort of cover, or does it again vary depending what route they do? It varies. Um, some of our countries woodland, um, so they're shorter routes um, and a lot more fiddly ground to cover. Um, and some of our areas with Lincolnshire are quite flat, we're quite open, um, but they can easily cover ten, twenty, even thirty miles in a day. Yeah. Um, with various obstacles in the way yeah so they've got to stay quite fit um for quite long periods of time I take it so when do you normally when it's not hunting season what do you normally do in between to sort of make sure that their fitness stays topped up during the summer um, I'm quite lucky our horses do have the summer off they work quite hard been masters horses so they have a good three months off in the field Um, and then to start with bring them in start walking work Um, normally try and do at least a month's worth of just walking Um, slowly up the work trotting cantering 
I like to get them out a little bit as well. I like to take them jumping, a bit of cross-country schooling. Um, they do go to the odd show just, just to get them back out and back into it. Um, yeah. As soon as we start hunting, I can actually cut the workload down because they're out every 10 days usually. One of them's out twice a week, all week. Yeah. Um, so they do keep themselves fit once I've got going. But it, it's a slow process because they have the time off in the summer. Mm. But they need that break, don't they? They for just for their mind and their, you know, their bodies. They just need to have a bit of recovery time, don't they? Oh, definitely. When it gets to the end of the season, when we get to March, they are ready to go out. They know they've had enough. Um, they're still fit. They're still running, but they are tired. And yeah, I love nothing more than to turn them out in March, no shoes on, and just let them go. And they love yeah. it. Let them be horses for a little while. Yeah. Brilliant. So how long have you been working as a groom or have you been doing previous jobs before you came into the groom role? Um, I've probably been a groom now 25 years. Oh, wow. Um, I've done various things in between, depending what end of the country is that. I've been a vet receptionist. Um, I've worked for the Scout Association. Um, I've done payroll for family and friends. Um, but yeah, it's always gone back to being a groom um, and doing it in between the other jobs as well. So have you done that since you left school? Yes, literally since I left school. I was 16 and, and went off as a working pupil as it was in those days. <laughs> um, and I think I was paid peanuts to do it, but um I loved every minute of it. Absolutely loved it. So that's um, like an apprenticeship, like yeah, it's similar to an apprenticeship. So how long was your apprenticeship for, and what was it? What was the qualification at the end of it? Um, I was. I went to a riding school. To be fair, I wanted to teach riding until I realised that that's not the way forward. <laughs> um, so I spent probably two and a half, three years at the riding school. I did a lot of my BHS stages. Um, and it was good. It was good down there. But I realised, obviously, doing the teaching, I did my PTT, that actually teaching wasn't for me. I wanted to be with the horses. I wanted to look after the horses and realised I wasn't quite as sociable as the other riding instructors. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're, <laughs> I think generally you're either one or the other. I mean, I do a bit of teaching and I do do a bit of green work as well. And I do love the teaching and I do love the green work. But the green work, I don't think I could do forever. Um, like physically, I just don't think I could do it. So I, so I still got my fingers in each pie, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes you're either one or the other, aren't you? <laughs> Oh, have I lost you? But it is the horses I'm with. It, I'm quite happy doing that. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. I think I lost you there, Caroline. Could you just say that again for me, the answer? Oh, yeah, sure. I um, I do teach a couple of a couple of people um, and it's absolutely fine and I, I love doing it, but it's not something I could do all the time. I, I do enjoy just being with the horses and making sure they're turned out and, and they're looked after brilliant so when they have those three months off what sort of work are you doing at the moment is that when you do other things um and then come back or I mean I know you have the day-to-day care of looking after the horses but what do you generally do when they turned out for those three months 
Oh, um, well, I'm employed full time all year round where I am. So I'm quite lucky. Some hunt grooms obviously have to uh, let go in the summer and find other work. Um, so I stay there. Um, so it, it's fence, it's the day to day care. It's fence maintenance. I've got all the tack to service and oil and clean pressure washing stables, painting stables, pressure washing the lorry and just generally getting everything cleaned up, put away um, and ready to bring out in three months time. Yeah. Um, there is always something to do. Of course there is. <laughs> and then sometimes you start a job and then you realise there's a probably another three jobs that needs to be done because you started that one. Oh, definitely. The amount of times I've started pressure washing and then I've taken something off the wall or the roof's come off and, and the pressure <laughs> wash breaks and you've got 10 jobs before you can even get that one finished. Yeah, yeah. Always the way, isn't there? It's not always as yeah. simple as what we think it's going to be so what are what would you say are the pros and the cons of the job like what are the sort of the good points and the bad points especially like I say on a hunting yard um there's lots of good points the horses are lovely I'm quite lucky the people I work for are very nice I've got a lot of flexibility because I'm on my own um hunting hunting is just fantastic I love going out hunting I love seeing the horses go out um, it can be hard work getting up at three thirty in the morning on a on an autumn hunting morning. It takes some doing. Yeah. Um, though just chasing the horses around at four o'clock, she thought it was a good idea to leave them out. <laughs> um, and it it can be a long day. I mean, I can normally finish sort of lunchtime, just go back and check on them. I live local, so I'm, I'm, it's quite good. Um, but on a on a main day, it's a long day. It's a good twelve hour day on the days you're hunting. Yeah um but it's nice it, it's worth every minute of it when you see them out and they come back and they're still happy and they're still raring to go and then they're tucked up in the stables and they're eating their tea it, it just makes it all worthwhile yeah yeah definitely so do you get to go on um all the hunts or do you just do say one a week when it's hunting season uh, I go quite a few times especially for the autumn hunting um because we're starting very early in the morning and it helps get the horses fit. If I can get as many as I can out in one day, it helps their fitness. Mm-hmm. They tend to have the day off after hunting. So it just means I've got less to exercise as well. In yeah. past yards, especially hunting yards, there was eight or nine horses. Yeah. Then as many you could get out hunting meant you had less to do the next day. Yeah. Um, so I get out as much as I can. Working for a master means we have second horses. So he has a horse until probably about 1.30 and then we change and he has a different horse for the afternoon. Right. Um, so when we have busy days, obviously I've got to do that so that I don't ride then at all. Yeah. Um, but so, it, it's a good role. There's a, there's a few of us that, you know, we all grooms work together and we end up putting all the horses onto one lorry and we drive about and we, you know, we follow them and then chase them around to swap their horses. So it, there's quite, quite a few of us. It's a good morale booster. It <laughs> brightens up a dark day. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, do you work on your own or do you have other people there to help you? Sounds like you do. Yeah, well, on the yard, I work on my own because, like I say, there's only four. So it's fairly straightforward. But hunting days, we do all help each other. We all muck in. Mm. Um, If we're closer to one yard than the other, then we'll wash down there or anything like that. It's it's a bit of a family community. It really is. And if I get stuck, I can I can ring any one of the other grooms and give them a shout and someone will come and help yeah and that's amazing though isn't it that you've got that community there so then it doesn't feel like you're on your own so much 
No, and it and it is lovely. You can sort of you'll get there and, and have a bit of a chat and, and we all have our good days and our bad days and there's always one horse that did this and yeah. there's somebody missing a bridle or our last day actually one of my horses broke his noseband. Well within ten minutes I've got another noseband and it was on the horse. Brilliant. And that's so, it. Brilliant. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? It's just good having that um sense of community around you. So with your master, like um does he ride all four horses or does he just have, say, two in particular that he rides or does he rotate them around? Uh, three of them are his and one belongs to his wife. Um, she hunts that horse twice a week. Um, so he's very fit. He's more of a blood horse anyway, so he copes with it. And he has the other three. Um, and like I say, because some days he has two horses, that means all three have gone that week Um, because he'll have two horses on one of the days and then just one at the weekend or vice versa Mm. Um, so he does ride all three and we alternate them if it's just a one horse day then somebody who had a lighter work day last time they went hunting would go that day and it depends on the ground I've got one that that hates the real wet ground so I tend not to send him but he's great on a woodland day yeah it it's knowing your horse and knowing who he wants to ride and knowing who to pick and equally I've got one that's a better jumper than the other. So he goes on a big jumping day. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, so does, um, so do you work seven days a week then if you're there on your own or do you have, do you have days off? Uh, I have Sundays off. I've got a lovely girl lives locally who comes in on a Sunday to just not do anything special. Just check everyone, muck out if they're in, uh, poo pick, waters, feed, just the general stuff. And she always texts me if there's a problem. Um, I literally live two minutes down the road so even if I walk my dogs I can see them in the field so I know if they've broken a rug broken the fence yeah um, that is the only downside I guess as well one of the bad points is you're always on call when you're that close yeah that's it mm. oh at least you get but your time off so what's your what do you like to do as your downtime on your day is off sleep I take my whole show jumping <laughs> <laughs> so so you never actually have a full day off then, really, do you, from horses? No, very, very rarely. Um, I keep mine locally. Um, but, yeah, no, I'll take him show jumping or, or do something else with him if I can. <laughs> My other half loves it, honestly. What, because that you're out? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think he just thinks it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you, what is your best... Um, I guess is it turnout tip that you have for when you're hunting is there like a certain product that you can't live without or certain um, grooming equipment or anything like that or even if it's tack cleaning or something is there something in particular that you is your number one go-to for turning out your horses yes pig oil okay is my lifesaver yeah um I put it in a spray bottle once they're ready to go hunting or just before I tack up they are covered in it sprayed their legs their bellies halfway up because the mud sticks like there's no tomorrow yeah um we're quite deep country so they are covered in it from literally bellies down (laughs) um and then of course when they come home if I if it's warm enough and I can wash them off it just falls off um and if I have to brush them off it just falls off as well Oh, brilliant. That is a very good tip, isn't it? That, especially if someone's yeah. been cross country or something like that, that's a really good tip as well, isn't it? 
Oh, yeah. And it keeps the burrs out of the tail as well because there's nothing worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, picking at that. And then um, can you tell me any hacks that you have around the yard? Is there something that you do that's maybe be beneficial for someone else? Uh, I'm trying to think. We're quite lucky. We are quite straightforward. Um, probably the best thing is I have massive hay nets and we feed when they're in the stable, we feed the little square bales of the haylage. Yeah. And I've managed to get hay nets that are big enough to just put one of those in. Oh, really? And I literally open the bale and shove the entire bale in it. <laughs> um, and then any that's left, I just put in the field and they'll, they'll munch it in the field anyway. But that has probably saved me hours of filling hay nets. Yeah. Yeah, and then it lasts a bit longer then, doesn't it, as well? Yeah, it literally lasts them all night, and they've still got some left in the morning, so I know they're full. But, yeah, it is a whole bale, and it's so easy. Okay, good tip. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to come to my quick-fire questions. They're only fun little ones, so it's – okay, so it is, would you rather have a night in or a night out when we can go out? Oh, night out. Yeah. Love a bit of dancing. Yeah. Are you a pub or a clubber? <laughs> pub, definitely. Um, yeah, I do miss the hunt balls. Yeah. Oh, God, I bet they're nice and glamorous, aren't they? They're lovely. Really nice. Well, hopefully soon. Maybe next season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, are you tea or coffee? Tea, definitely. Um, wellies or heels? Oh, I've forgotten what heels look like, so I'd love to wear a pair. So I have to sadly say at the minute, wellies, don't I? Yeah. Are you sweet or savoury? Sweet. Everyone knows a Green's diet is chocolate and crisps. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally just had chocolates and crisps before you came on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, are you a book or a film? Mm, probably a book when I get time. Um, yeah. yeah, I do like reading. What sort of books are you? What sort of book is your go-to? Um, anything just light-hearted, bit of fun. Um, yeah, just just something easy to read. I'm not very good at technical stuff. And are you a Netflixer? Sadly, not. No. Or my, bro- my brother refuses to pay the subscription, so I can't hack into it. <laughs> so do you watch, um, do you like to binge watch like series, like say a drama on ITV or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I do sometimes, yeah. And what's the last one that you watched? Oh, um, probably a bit old school, but I'd missed a lot of it. So I literally have just binge watched Ashes to Ashes. Oh, yeah. Um, and now... Now I'm going back to life on Mars because I've forgotten how it all started. <laughs> but sometimes it's good going back to the old ones. I like to go back to like things that we watched sort of like 10 years ago or something just to because uh, then you, you kind of know what the story is. So you don't have to be fully investigate, like fully invested in it. But, you know, it's still good to watch again. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Caroline. Now, where can people find you on social media if you have? Um, yeah, I'm on Facebook just as Caroline heard, and I have Instagram, and it's under the same. I'm, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I don't have anything fancy or posh anymore. 
<laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to me, Caroline. Um, and I shall speak to you soon. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please would you subscribe and leave me a review. I really, really appreciate it. If you want to find me on my social media, I am on Instagram under Cobbs Equine Shop underscore services. And on Facebook, I am Cobbs Equine Shop and services. Thank you so much and I'll speak to you next time. making it if you um, like to follow me on socials my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook Cobbs Equine Services um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people and I will speak to you all on the next episode